Proverbs 15, 19. The way of a sluggard is like a hedge of thorns, but the path of the upright is a level highway. Have you ever had to walk through a thicket of thorn vines, maybe through the woods while hunting or trying to retrieve a golf ball or a frisbee that made its way into the, the bramble? Mercy, there, there are a lot of thorns on these vines. And it doesn't take you long before your walk slows down to a literal crawl. Have you been there? And it hurts your arms and your legs as you move. And it hurts your fingers every time you try to pull a thorn vine out of your way. No, every step, every, every foot, every inch is, is marked with a groan. That's kind of how the sluggard feels with every day things he does in life. Um, every task is, is hedged by thorns in his mind. Oh no, I gotta get up. How horrible is this? Woe is me. It's too cold to take a shower. Why me? It'll be okay to wait and feed the dog after I get back from work. Boy, my boss hates me. My fellow employees are stupid. Home at last. Ah, the couch. Uh, turn on the TV. Ah, nothing good. Mercy, my muscles hurt. Uh, uh, I ate too many snacks. My tummy hurts. Well, it's lights out, but I gotta get up off the couch to go turn the lights off. Mercy. Oh, no, I gotta get up again. Mercy, how horrible is this? I'm running late. My life is so difficult. It's unfair. I'm full of misery and hardship. Oops, I just remembered I forgot to feed the dog yesterday. Boy, boy, I stink. I'll take a shower when I get home. Or maybe I'll just sleep. Has life become a hedge of thorns that keeps you from fulfilling God's purpose in your life? If so, you may be a sluggard. I can identify. I mean, I've, I've spent plenty of time caged in by, by the thorns. You know, one can move a lot better on a, a level highway than through a thicket of thorns and briars, right? But something has to change. Uh, you got to get out of the briar hedge. Focus has to switch from, from centering on self and thorns and, and troubles in this broken world to seeing the glory of God and to loving others. There's got to be a shift. Since the fall, mankind is, is born out of fellowship with God and, and our purpose is uh, self, I mean, it, it's turned towards self. We find our purpose turning inward. And, and even then, uh, God, back in, at the fall, God spoke of the seed of the woman, the offspring of the woman, who would be the only hope for mankind and our sin problem. He would die in our place and he would he would raise and defeat death that he might raise us up in, in body. Um, incorruptible, to be with him forever, to never die. But all, not only that, to have victory over sin in many, many ways in this life that we live now. 
but but the brokenness is is not going to go away while we're here until he returns and and so our focus has to shift shift from the brokenness and the trials and the troubles and the woes um, we can't be a sluggard uh, and that just and moves through the thorns as though this is what's important in life. The focus must be on Jesus Christ, on Him. A focus that says He is our guaranteed hope. Um, he's our delight, even in this world. He is our joy. Uh, he's, he gives us a peace and right standing with God. Peace that passes all understanding. We have to delight in Him. He is our delight. And he's our good news. We have to see him that way. Otherwise, our focus is going to be on, on the brokenness that has affected our life. And so, in him we have a reason to stand up in this broken, briar-infested world and, and rejoice. And so that's what we do. And we go, and we go, and we share the good news of the beauty of Jesus and his love for others.